Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm the one and only Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, here is the rundown of the topics I'll be talking today. Bearcats versus South Florida tonight. Cannot lose. UK versus Tennessee tonight, 9 o'clock on ESPN. The Reds are off today, so no game. But did you see what Trevor Bauer did yesterday? Dude is crazy. All right. My Bearcats. Yes, they lost a heartbreaking one. Well, a heartbreak, just a hard loss. They weren't really in. I mean, they were in the game. I keep contradicting myself. I mean, they got within five a couple times. But it felt like they were never really in the game against Houston. Now, yes, it was, I wouldn't even say it's a bad loss because I didn't really expect us to go down there and win. Houston is really good. I hate to admit it, but Houston's a really good team. They have NBA caliber players, and they're very deep, and they wanted it more. I mean, they out-rebounded us like crazy. One thing I, I hope the guards for the Bearcats take away from this game. I know Houston shot a ton of three-pointers, and we got a lot of long rebounds. Well, their guards out-rebounded ours because our guards were not boxing them out. And if they're the way Houston plays, wherever your man is, you need to box them out and don't let them get the rebound. That's got to be a total team effort. That has got to change if we face Houston in the AAC tournament game, championship game, which I expect to happen. But getting to this game tonight, UC versus South Florida, it's in Tampa. The Bearcats are 18 and 10. We're 11 and 5 in the AAC. Cincinnati leads South Florida in the series 33 to 8. And the Bearcats are 12 and 6 in Tampa. Last game we won 82 to 74. And apparently UC has won 10 straight versus USF. All right. Bracketology, I always quote that with Joe Lenardi. The last couple weeks we've gone for from the last four out. Or excuse me, last four in to a 10 seed and back to the last four in. Right now, we're the last four in. What I'm, I said this on yesterday's show, I predict us to win the next two games and make it all the way to the AAC tournament game. That To, to do that, it's only four wins. We got to win, obviously, tonight. We got to win on Sunday. We win those two games, we will get a bye in the AAC tournament. Then you only got to win two games to get to the turn or championship game. Now, that helps UC's seeding, I think, for once. Because the tournament game is on Sunday. It's late Sunday. It's like right before the committee comes out with the, the seedings and who's in and who's out. Last year, it we won, and it did not affect our seeding one way or another. We won it. It could. It, it. It could definitely. It should have affected it to a higher seed last year, but it didn't. So as long as the Bearcats make it to that game, I think the committee is already. They're not going to take the time to watch and see what happens to move us up or move us down or whatever. They're going to already have a set. I think going into that game. That's what's bad about this conference is we get. You know, it's it's good for the Bearcats, I think, this year. I think if Houston beats us, it's going to be bad for them because it's not going to help them either way. Um, other than the fact that you you claim the you know the the crown of the uh, tournament again, this is what's bad about this this league that we're in. 
And there's nothing we can do about it right now. Until somebody else decides that they want to add a team, we're stuck in the AAC. And we have to do the best we can. So my point to that is that's why these two games against South Florida and Temple are must-wins. We can't lose these games. They're not going to be great wins, but they will be absolutely terrible losses. Terrible losses. Now, for tonight, my keys to the game, Jaron Cumberland, he needs to be more selfish. When he scores 20 points, the Bearcats win. And to a fault, he makes the right pass all the time. The problem is the guys aren't making the shots. And I know he's double-teamed and stuff, but that's why I said on yesterday's show, I think he needs to try to do some floaters, stop, do some jumpers, do something different. He can't keep driving to the basket with his head down, not every time. And if he can diversify his game a little bit, it'll throw the guys off because he starts going. If he all of a sudden stops and shoots, you know, hopefully he makes it, but that's going to... Not every, It's going to stop everybody from going, okay, hurry up and get in front of him because he's going straight to the basket because that's what everybody keeps doing against him. And the other thing is he might need to just try to take longer, farther three-pointers because he can make them. I mean, guys are shooting from the logo now. I'm not suggesting he shoots from the logo, but he needs to be aggressive and score. That's just my point. He needs – we need him to be the Jaron Coverland of last year. Last year – when we needed him, he made a shot. He made a play. This year, it hasn't happened as much for him because, like I said, the driving to the basket, he's they're calling more charges on him this year, and he's not making the shots, and he's not getting the foul calls that he thinks he should. So he's got to change his game to the way the refs are calling it, which I said this on yesterday's show. The refs in the American Conference are absolutely terrible. That's any game you watch in the American Conference. They're awful. So... The other key to the game, and going down the stretch, the Bearcats have got to work the ball into Chris Vogt more. He has got to try to get back to what he was doing at the beginning of the year. Now, I understand this is the most college basketball minutes he's ever played, and it, it bumped up even more when Sorolla left. And I, I said that then. I said this is going to hurt the Bearcats more than people think. Sorolla at least gave Vogt a break, and it was another seven-footer that we could put on – the other team's big guy, to bang on them and hopefully wear them down. Well, we don't have that right now. Mamadou is playing good, but Mamadou's not as much of a banger as as Sorolla was and as Vote is. You got Trey Scott, and he's got to step, and he's ball, he's been stepping up. He honestly has been the one consistent Bearcat this year. He's had a tremendous senior year, especially the last month of the season. I mean, I think he went from most likely not – getting a shot in the NBA to at least somebody's going to look at him. I mean, you you do a 2020 game, you're going to get a look at. Him. I mean, his energy that he brings every night is contagious. It has to be contagious, should be contagious. The Bearcats need to do that, give that effort that Trayvon gives every night. Because the bat our backs are smack dab up against the wall. We cannot lose any more games. None. We have We have to at, at least, we got to win these two. At least win. Well, if you win two games in America, like I said, then you're in the conference championship game. So you got to at least win four more games. At least. So I, 
I still think the Bearcats are going to get in. I know. I'm I'm a homer. Always will be. Always have been. Always will be. Don't care. Love my Bearcats. And the other key is Keith Williams. He's disappeared Sunday. I you know I don't know what happened. He Houston is a very very physical team and a very deep team. They play like the Bearcats want to play or used to play. The problem is the Bearcats just don't have the horses to keep up with them. And Keith has got to he's got to step up. I mean we need. Our two of our seniors and Trey and and Jaron got to step up. Our junior and Keith has got to step up. Vote sophomore. He or no, he's a junior. He's got to step up. I mean, this is when your upperclassmen need to step up. We need them big time, big time. These last two games, you, we cannot lose these games. They should be winnable games. We'll find out. <sighs> All right. And other Bearcat news, the Bearcats women's team, I don't talk about them very much. I post post a lot on uh, Sports with Strawberry Ice about them. But you can actually watch them today at 4 o'clock on SEC+. Plus. Pretty sure you have to have ESPN Plus to get SEC+, Plus, but I'm not sure. It's on at uh, 4 o'clock today. So check the women out and give them your support. They're a really good team. They went really far last year in the tournament. I think it was NIT that made it to the Sweet 16. So they're a good team, good fun team to watch. The UK is playing tonight versus Tennessee on ESPN at 9 o'clock. Okay, did you see Trevor Bauer yesterday? I know the Reds are off today, so we have no no baseball. And Trevor, Trevor Bauer has totally won the offseason as far as just ripping the commissioner, ripping the Astros, and just being this crazy guy that he is. <laughs> yesterday... He was in. Uh, he pitched three at, three innings in the Reds' uh, spring training game, and I don't know if you noticed or not, but when when you're warming up in, in baseball, usually you know you flip your glove, tell them it's a fastball or it's a curveball or whatever. That's what you tell the catcher, so the catcher doesn't have to give signs. You're just warming up. Well, Trevor decided to do that during the game yesterday. <laughs> I think he did it. I only think he did it for a half an inning, but. <laughs> He got them all out. One of, one of the Dodgers, it was a fastball, and dude drilled it. And he's lucky. Bauer's lucky he didn't hit it out. I think after that, Trevor quit doing it. But Jim Day interviewed uh, Derek Dietrich. And Derek Dietrich said, yeah, well, you know, there's been something going on around here this offseason. I don't know if you've heard about it, but the Astros were caught for uh, sign stealing. So Trevor just decided to tell him what he was throwing anyway. So <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I'm like, that's just, wow, that's crazy. Our three pitchers and the three starters, first starters in the Reds rotation, have a potential to be absolutely sick. When Trevor Bauer, if he gets back to the way he was, which I'm pretty sure he will, and that's your third starter, and you got Sonny Gray, too, and Castellanos, or Castellanos, that's the outfielder, Luis Castillo as your number one. And then you got... uh, Disco and and Wade Miley. After that, we are going to have long as they all stay healthy. Is the outfield? I'm not so worried about. We got plenty of outfielders if people get hurt, <laughs> so that's okay. Pitching staff, long as they all stay healthy, we are going to have a very dynamic starting pitching staff. It's going to be a very interesting year this year to watch uh, David Bell 
maneuver the players in and out and try to get all these guys playing time. Because, you know, Luis, or uh, Nick Castellanos, he's going to play. They're not going to pay him that much money, and, and he's not going to play. So he's definitely going to play. Aquino, or excuse me, Shogo, he's going to play. So that leaves left field, I think, as the one, which, I mean, it doesn't mean it's just the left field's going to be a platoon. They're going to move everybody around because Shogo can play left. He can play center. He can play right. Uh, Nick can play first. He can play left. He's not a very good outfielder wherever you put him. So that's where I think, and I've said this before, I think Senzel is a very key uh, contributor for the Reds. I still think he's our best option at center field. I don't, Shogo, I've seen a couple of spring training games. He's not bad out there. I mean, I think pretty much your center fielders are either going to be Shogo or it's going to be Senzel. So it's going to be very interesting to watch David Bell. And I noticed this. You ever listen to David Bell give an interview? He's a lot like Bill Belichick. I mean, not in the way he coaches or anything, but just the way he gives interviews. He's very monotone. Well, yeah, Jim, we're, we're going to play hard today and, yeah, that was a, a fast pitch. And, oh, yeah, just really, just very, very, very monotone. He doesn't, there's no inflection in his voice. Now, if he coaches like Bill Belichick does, that would be great. Now, I know it's football and baseball. It's two totally different things. I just always thought it was funny and interesting that he's very monotone. He's very calm. He's very calm when he's in interviews. But I think he led baseball in being thrown out of games last year. So, so he's got a fiery temper. So it's going to be interesting his second year. I'm holding off judgment on seeing how good of a manager he is until this year. Because last year, he just get his feet wet. His first year being a manager, he didn't have he didn't have the team he has this year. This year, he's got a team, in my opinion, that can go to the playoffs. Will they? I don't know. I mean, it depends because the rest of the division, in my opinion, has come back down. And the Reds have gone up. Now, have we passed them? I don't know. Because the Cubs and the Brewers are still pretty good teams. And he's still got St. Louis, and they're always good, which is annoying. So I think the NL Central is going to be the toughest division in baseball like it has been for probably the last 10 years. So anyway, that's my thoughts on the Reds, Bengals, Bearcats. I don't really say anything about the Bengals, but Bearcats got to win today. Today's show, and as always, every show, is brought to you by T-Properties. Check out their website, T-Properties, tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. I got a couple of Facebook page groups here I want you to check out, the ones I help run. Uh, you have uh, Bearcat Country, Bengals Nation, and Reds Country. Reds Country is one we just started uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was on there trying to get people to talk about the Reds game, and I'm posting different stuff. What do you guys think about this? Nobody's answering. <laughs> so somebody goes, how come it seems like you're the only one on this page talking? I said, I guess I just like talking to myself. I don't know. <laughs> and then somebody goes, I'll talk when the season starts. And well, the season already started. It's spring training. So anyway, check those pages out. Check out my own page. And I'm on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Sports with Strawberry Ice. The Twitter handle is Jeff A. Trenopole, T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. And as always, that's just sports, baby. Tell all your friends about me. Like, subscribe, share. Come on, Bearcats, let's go! Win this game tonight! Whoo!